0: Hi, I'm Jaslyn, and I'm glad I live in an apartment so I don't have to mow the lawns. Hi, I'm Ellen, and I just don't mow my lawns.
1: Hi, I'm Emily, and I don't have any lawns.
2: And this is High (laughs) Expectations!
0: Welcome to Ghosting Stories 2, Jake's Jake's Still not Not Cool. By popular demands, we're back with more Ghosting Stories. And we've got some great ones sent in to us. We'll kick things off with a story from friend of the show, Home Video Hustle Podcast. Back in, like, 10th grade, I had met a girl through Facebook and was talking to her for a while. We finally went on a date to go see a flick. I think it was You Don't Mess With a Zohan, or whatever it was called. We went out to eat after that and then went our separate ways. She came by the house a few times, watched flicks, did lightweight sexual things, it was all you, good. <laughs> we were talking all night. And one day we went to the mall and she was going to try on some clothes. And I was going to walk into the dressing room with her. And she told me, nah, you can't come in here. Now, I'm a very literal person. So if you say that, I'm going to stay out. She comes back after five minutes and looks upset. I ask what's wrong. And she says nothing and acts weird the rest of the time. She wants the tea. <laughs> after I get back home, I head to my friend's house and tell him about what happened. And I get a random call from her, and she just says, I just want to hear you tell me that you love me. Now, I am super confused now, and I say it, and my friend shoots me a crazy-ass look. And when we hang up, he asks me what happened, and I just straight tell him. I don't know. Days have gone by with no contact now, and she's not answering my calls. Eventually, I get online, and I see her there, so I message her with no response. But I see she's online posting shit, so I just finally ask. Yo, what's up with you? She finally responded and she said that she doesn't want to talk to me and she tells me she's online now talking to some other dude, so I ask why. She says that she wanted me to come into her dressing room and was mad that I didn't do that and mad that I didn't try to have sex with her sooner. So now I'm confused (laughs) to the point of getting pissed and she finally just stopped messaging me and that was that.
2: I've got some really weird deja vu. We've never read this one out before, eh? This is the first time. I think I've gotten deja vu because I've heard so many stories like this. It's like, why are some people so weird and like can't communicate themselves properly?
1: Like, why not
2: just tell him? And also, like he's respecting your consent by not coming into the changing room. Yeah, well done. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: So, like, don't, like, completely undermine that, like, really respectful thing of, like, respecting your consent by saying, like, you shouldn't respect my consent, you shouldn't take my word for it, you should go to the opposite of what I said. Like, that's just confusing for all involved. Understandably confused. I don't know, like, say what you mean, not what you don't mean, and then punish people later for not going against what you said? I don't understand. What do you mean? And also that bit where he's, like, she called me up and asked if she... For me to tell her that I love her. Had yeah. they already done it? Or was that, like, really early on in their relationship? Like, that's really weird. This is 10th
0: grade. Oh, okay. So that's, like, 14,
2: maybe? Uh. 14, 15? Um, I'm with Brent on this one, but I would like to hear what was going on in Crazy Lady's head. Sorry, I shouldn't say Crazy Lady. That's sexist. But she was a bit nuts. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that either. <laughs> um, She seemed a bit... She has poor communication skills. She's
1: a very you know, unique individual.
2: I wonder where she is now. Like, I want to catch up with her. Like, how's it going? Like, does your husband ask you if he can chop the tomatoes for you? And you say no. And then later on, do you get mad at him because he was actually supposed to chop the tomatoes? Like, mm. what's your deal, girl? Mm-hmm. Are you still doing these? Th- I mean, she is still doing is these things. She's doing those things. Thing. Like, how did you not know that I actually wanted you to chop the tomatoes, even though I said the exact opposite? Yeah. Maybe you'd get used to her, like, irony trap. Maybe. Okay. Like every time she said she didn't want you to do something, you'd just play her on it and just do it. And one day she would have said, don't do that when she really wants you to not do it. And you do it. Don't chop the tomatoes. I want to do it the way I like it. And then you chop it the way you like it. And then she'd get mad, but she deserves it. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: We're going to move
2: on. <laughs> so this one's just really short and sweet. So I'll just read this one out. This is from Kevin at my work. Can't share ghosting stories. Hurt still. 20 or 30 years later. It's in the quiet times. The lonely times. I just want to cry. Who am I without them? What did I do wrong? Where do I belong now? How will I survive? When will I feel better? Sorry. Don't worry. Door just opened there for a minute. Thank you. Door closing now. Normal service will resume shortly. Shit. Oh, Kevin. That was,
1: like, poetic. Come on. <laughs> You Aww. should probably write a book or get into poetry. I
2: yeah, like <laughs> I want to know more. <laughs> exactly. Who were they?
0: It's like the one that got away. Oh, I'm glad you got that out. Wow. Nice one, Kevin. Alright, this next story is from Angela P. Angela P. I had a guy that I was dating for a couple
2: of months ghost me out of the blue. In my late 20s, I was dating a guy who had two kids and one weekend he was taking his kids camping and then on Sunday he was supposed to pick me up and go to church that evening which he'd been doing the previous few Sundays. Sunday night I sit there dressed in my Sunday best waiting for him to pick me up and he doesn't arrive. I try to call him and get no response. I tried calling later that night still no response. I tried calling two days later still no response. In my 20s I had a general three-day rule. If I hadn't heard from a guy that I was dating for three days, I figured I was single again. At this point, I was more so upset because he had nearly $200 worth of my belongings in his apartment with a bridesmaid's dress I wore for a friend's wedding. I ended up having to call him in a very rehearsed voicemail stating that one of our mutual friends was given permission to pick up my belongings, and I told him I had no interest in seeing him. I just wanted my belongings back. Also in that message her to threaten legal action, and that would involve having to contact his parents and his work, since I could not get hold of him personally. Finally, after threatening legal action, I was able to get my belongings back, and thankfully, I have never seen that guy since. Side note, this guy was religious, and was a DJ at the local Christian radio station. Shit! (laughs) Yeah, pretty awkward that he had all of her things, so... The whole, right. like, separating of belongings things is such a headache. Yeah. I uh, know that for a fact. Um, shout out to my ex-boyfriend, Nick, who I think has a story. Does he have a story this episode or next episode? The, like, final episode. Next episode. Next episode. We can give him a shout out, eh? Yeah, shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. He, um, when we broke up, he, like, on the whole day, moved all of his things, all of my things from our place back to mine within, like two hours and I got all of my stuff back and I remember saying to him like well that was really cold so like we didn't exchange any conversation about what happened and he's like this is like the practical part of breaking up and at the time I was like oh this is so sad but now in retrospect I'm like that is amazing because the worst thing in the world is having your ex-partner's
0: stuff still lying around your house <laughs> I wonder if he actually took his kids camping yeah I'm also Next. quite curious why he bridesmaid's dress was at the guy's house i'm just curious how that what scenario that it happened in yeah hmm.
1: explain angela p <laughs> explain
0: yeah can you write it and tell us why it was there i'm just wondering okay this next story is from iona Ooh. friend of the show yeah. friend of real life too yeah wow.
1: <laughs> freaking awesome
0: let me tell you the story of chris we've been dating one and a half months when the problem started He lived one hour away so seeing each other was hard but suddenly whenever I asked about seeing each other he'd ignore me. I could ask anything else and I'd have reply in minutes but when our next date is, nada. This went on for a week before I asked him about it and he said that it was because he was wanting to spend time with his friends instead because lately he'd been really busy with moving and a new job. Both true. I gave him the benefit of the doubt and let him know that's fine he needs to let me know that's why, instead of ignoring me. Another week goes by, and I'm still being semi-ghosted. So after a long, drawn-out conversation, we end with me telling him that a breakup is what he wants, so he needs to say it. I'm not doing it for him. Boom. Done. Freedom. Or not. Two weeks later, Valentine's Day, he shows up on my doorstep with flowers. It is very awkward. To make it more awkward, he stays in my doorway a little longer, as though he thinks I'm going to invite him in. I don't. He leaves, and we carry on messaging each other. I was quite happy with this, because I thought this was a let's be friends thing. After an hour of chatting, he asks what I'm doing that night, and I tell him I have a date. I immediately get defriended on Facebook. I ask him about it. Apparently I was very cold when he gave me the flowers an hour ago, and that's why he defriended me. It had nothing to do with me telling him I had a date two minutes prior. I don't hear from him and I think that's it. Finally done with the drama llama. But ooh no. Two months after the Valentine's Day incident, I get a message. He wants to come over for a big hug. I tell him no. He then gets really angry because I've assumed he means sex and tells me that I need to get over him and accept he and I are never happening. After a big long rant from him, he blocks me on everything. Five months later, it's still not from him. Feel. Wow. Dick. Yeah, sounds like it.
1: Literally, he's a dick who wants to just stick his dick in
2: Iona. Wow. I I know. He just got upset, eh? Like, he got butt hurt because she was like, oh, I'm going on a date. And then when she was like, oh, I'd like you to be my friend and comfort me, he was like, it's never going to
0: happen. Why are you guys chasing me? Jeez. Mm It's not how it went. Always want to keep the door open, you know? Yep. And why is he so entitled? that she's going to be single all this time and he can just show up on Valentine's Day of all nights yeah, and just have her be lonely at home ready to go out with him or something. Yeah. People have dates. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. If someone invited me over for a big hug and there was someone I had been dating, I'd probably assume it was kind of sexy times. If somebody said big hug, come over? Yeah.
1: It's kind of weird as well, like big hug.
0: Did she, was she like, oh no, I don't want to come over for a big hug? She said that she's not going to have sex with him. Oh yeah, okay. angry at her for assuming he meant sex.
2: Oh, and he was like, "Get over me!" I get it now. Okay, but he meant sex. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. This guy is just just a. Um, we decided to queen our own term. I call them a DC. You guys can just think about what that is. Dove
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. In <laughs> trouble for using fat boy. All right. This next story is from a ghoster.
1: <gasps>
2: oh, it's my turn. Yay! I like it with my turn wrestling nerd alliance podcast brought us this story today thank you um in high school I started dating this girl and things were going really well after about a month she invited me over to meet her dad I was nervous and I noticed that I was starting to have feelings for the sister of a friend of mine so I never showed up at the girl The girl I was dating's house on the day she was going to introduce me. I stopped calling and tried avoiding her at school. Oh, you go to school together. I started dating my friend's sister. Did all of this over the course of a week. And as shitty of a human as that story made me sound, it is literally something I feel awful
0: about to this day. I won't be too hard on you then. Yeah. But yeah, that's a pretty harsh thing to ghost someone when they're about to meet their parents. (laughs) 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 <laughs> pretty humiliating for the
1: But the fact that the woman. you acknowledged it is not like a, says he has shown some remorse, and you're not such a shitty human being.
2: Yeah, people make mm. mistakes, yeah. I agree with yeah. you, Emily. Like, oh, we all do stupid stuff in our past. I don't know, if, have I ever ghosted someone? I've kind of just stopped messaging someone, but that was like on Tinder, and I don't think that's as much of a crime. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I've never ghosted, I've always been the one that's, like, ghosted or avoided, or, like, oh, sorry, I just, like, couldn't, I just didn't have time to message you back, and then they don't message you again, and, yeah.
1: Or be solved by, like, just communicating your feelings, which is not that hard, you know? <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, and I know, it, I think a lot of people out there think it hurts to say, like, I probably said this in the last one, but it hurts to say, like, oh, I'm not really that into you, but it's so important, mm-hmm. and it will saves everyone <laughs> time. And most of the time, people don't get mad.
1: Yeah.
2: Unless they're like a dumb DC and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I didn't even want to have sex with you anyway. Like that. Oh, so With <laughs>
1: Yeah. Shit.
2: That's a very high school thing to do as well, eh? oh, And yeah. it's so funny that they're at the same school. Everything seems like so much more of a big deal when you're a teenager and you're at the same school. I remember losing friends and we had to see each other around in the halls. It's just in the adult world, it's just not like that anymore. If you fall out with a friend, you just never see them again, pretty much. Unless yeah. you see them around town. But yeah, if you break up with somebody or you fall out with a friend, you have to see them around the halls. So That's you have true. to see them in class. Oh god, I have so many mm-hmm. bad memories of high school. And oh, I remember one French class. A so called friend of mine had spread some nasty rumours about me, and another so called friend of mine believed her we were in French class together and we all sat together and she spent the whole French class just ignoring me and I just kept on trying to talk to her and talk to her like what's wrong what's wrong why won't you talk to me why won't you talk to me and she just looked straight at the board and completely ignored me and so I was just like why won't you talk to me like really loudly the whole <laughs> class went silent I climbed over my desk so I didn't have to go past her ran to the bathroom to cry.
0: Oh. <laughs> I keep going to French class with that girl. Oh, I'm sorry. And good on you for calling her on her shit. Oh, yeah, thank you.
1: Tu un salop, I think it's not that it's like you're a slut. <laughs> you're or... a bitch,
0: I think it is. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think
2: it's a yeah. bitch. Write it if you know what salut means.
0: Okay, this one comes from Brandy Goes, which is a travel blog. Huh. The first date I went on after the end of a six year relationship was with this adorable little dude named Atari. He was stupid hot, and also one of these sensitive guys who tried to not let girls on, which of course just led me on more. We had really great chemistry, but he kept me at arm's length because he was concerned about being with someone who drank so much. So after a particularly hot hookup, he did a slow motion fade out, using excuses about still being into his ex. They move across the country with each other and I resign myself to just occasionally Facebook stalking him for the rest of my life. <gasps> oh. There's more? There's more. It Ooh. continues. Fast forward about six years and suddenly he's in a photo with a friend here in my area. Apparently he's back for the summer and he is still just as hot and seems to think I've gotten better with age. We can only hang on the weekends because he's staying about two hours from me and we are driving each other crazy teasing each other. We finally consummate our relationship <laughs> and it's even better than we expected. Oh. OMG. And we get to do this all summer. The next weekend, he takes a few vacation days and hurry down so we can spend as much time together as possible. He has one family obligation that he has to leave for and then we are going to devour each other. Dang, get a girl! Oh my get gosh! It. Except he never comes back.
1: Oh, shit. He
0: goes to the family thing, makes up some excuse about needing to stay over, and they wait for him to come back to my place the next morning. It turns into afternoon, and I text him to ask where he is, and he informs me he's already back at his place two hours away. Um, what the fuck? He makes some weak excuse, and I'm heartbroken. I pretend that it isn't the meanest thing, and keep trying to long-distance flirt with him. He doesn't have the balls to tell me to stop. So he just lets my volleys fall to the floor unacknowledged. I finally confront him about it after about two weeks and he finally admits that he was uncomfortable about a drinking story I told him and that he just couldn't deal with me. But being the nice guy he is he didn't want to hurt my feelings so he just decided to ghost again and make me look like a desperate loser again. The end. If you feel sorry for her please give her a sympathy like to Brandy Goes on Twitter or Facebook. I'll do both. Lots and lots of likes for that because
1: that was a really, really sad story. Yeah. It was Yeah.
2: Double ghosted. I think the hardest bit is that it was really, really good sex.
0: Yeah. After all Uh
2: -uh. that waiting and, like, teasing and build up. Yeah. Yeah. Only to, like, have it all happen again. And, yeah, you're right. Like, the double ghosting, like, finally, yay. And then Mm. it's not... Anonymous. I'm a queer woman. When I was closeted and pre transitioned to the world I looked and was treated as a male. This was long before I took hormones or any social transition. I tried desperately to be ciset, is that right? So Say that? Yeah. Um, and failed consistently. And I wore a suit and someone called me handsome or even manly. I would want to be sick, to go home and tear it off and burn it. It was years of crying and hiding. It was the same with sexuality. If someone, regardless of their gender, expressed attraction to me, to the outside, it signalled their attraction to someone who looked desirably male. As if being considered attractive confirmed that I was successful at blending in as a male. It isn't self-flattery. I was the least studly or masculine creature on the planet, but hopefully this conveys a little of the closeted paranoia. I was in my last year of uni leading this small student art project that was about depression and suicide and was really glo- gloomy and experimental and cool. Lots of little quotation marks. Personally, I was at my lowest, most desperate and self-destructive phase of being closeted. So I was trying to convince myself that I could become a straight man through sheer willpower. You've tried wearing a suit. Have you ever tried dating your girl? How do you know that you're not straight if you haven't lived in a straight relationship? questioning themselves. One night, leaving the art show, a Suzette male friend insisted I join him and his girlfriend to a party. Trust me, I think you're going to like it, he said. I went to the whitest heterosexual lady flat I had ever seen, and it was like Glassons, Lindauer, and early Taylor Swift brand loyalty were... Oh, what a beautiful word, but I can't pronounce it. Triumvirate of power in this house. No shame. I love it too. So, of course, I knew why my Suzette guy friend thought it was the sexiest thing ever because he was gross and only dated first years. One of the women in the flat had a big crush on me. I avoided her the entire night. I was terrified. I hated pretending to be a straight boy. We went dancing. My straight friend was a pig and kept taking me aside for drinks, yelling over the music, Dude, she's gagging for it. Fucking go for it. She's yours. Oh, He pulled her aside and whispered to her. I don't know what he said. I don't want to know, but it was surely insisting she make the first move. We danced and she kissed me like a, a thirsty golden Labrador in a river at a river in summer. I reciprocated. It was vulgar. My friend kept telling me that I could have sex with her if I wanted. I didn't. He wasn't horrific that night. Also trying to coach a closeted gay male friend on how to best come out. Um, Kissing a girl was awful because even though I'm attracted to women, that night really helped solidify in my mind that no meaningful interaction with anyone would be possible so long as I stayed closeted. I was not the moody straight boy artist she might have thought I was, and she sure as hell couldn't be my queer lady partner. So I stopped texting her, and all my friends were gobsmacked at first. I avoided her like the plague. I didn't know what to tell her. Hey, look, I really like women, but you're just not my type of woman. Also, I am a woman, and you're really, really straight. And honestly, I see myself as being way more similar to you than suited to you. i <laughs> beautifully written. I wasn't ready to have that conversation with anyone. So I just hid away and broke down and had my own little existential queer girl crisis. So she called me into uni one day and said, it's been a month and you've texted me like once. I thought you liked me. What happened? Maybe we can be friends. I'm also dating a boy with the same dead name as you. So I got blackout drunk and slept under a bush by the war memorial. A month or two later, for many other reasons I included, I started to transition that's the end it's a ghost yeah, yeah it's a yeah. ghost story but for good reason i feel
1: good to explain you know the other end of the stick
2: really can i just say that i thought some of the tins of phrases were just beautiful this. Well, wasn't it yeah it yeah. was really cool i
1: like the labrador um dream and <laughs> <really> yeah. <laughs> uh, no
2: i just really liked that bit I see myself being way more similar to you than suited to you. I thought that was just, like, a a really nice... Beautiful.
0: Yeah, way to put it. A very rare, elegant ghoster.
1: Very eloquent.
0: Yeah.
2: I also really liked... I just haven't really thought about it before, but, like, the idea of being called handsome or manly making you feel horrible, like, really making you experience dysphoria, even though those are actually compliments, that's just something that didn't really occur to me, having all my cis privilege... It's a really interesting coming of age story, isn't
0: it? Sure is. Yeah. Thanks, Anonymous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I oh, also like how it's like you can wear the suit, you can be a straight man too. It's like you can't just don the clothes and act a certain way and be something that you're not. Yeah. yeah. It's all about oh. what's all going on inside. Yeah. Inside and it's, it's yeah. there's so much going on here. Like it's a transition story as well as as well, as well as a ghost story.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Here's another anonymous. stir story. Pretty much I liked a girl and I knew I wasn't in a place to have a commitment or relationship, but she wanted one. It's kind of hard to explain, but I didn't think I could say it to her because I would second guess myself. So I just went full cold turkey because it'd be better for both of us in the long run. Like instead of being on and off or pretending to be casual, when I knew that wasn't a legitimate option. But then I ended up being at a party with this girl, and then my ex was there as well. And the the house was in two rooms, so I had to be in one room with at least one of them. (laughs) Then my friend told her that I was leaving to America in a week and didn't want to break her heart or something. (laughs) Then she came up to me all drunk, asking me about America, and I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) Shit. I just love it so there's two rooms so one room has the girl that you're trying to avoid the other room has your ex that you're trying to avoid Uh, it's like a
1: would you rather eh? Uh, right definitely
2: would you rather be in the room with the girl you ghosted I would definitely oh gosh, such a
0: good like film scenario I know so true we saw that we watched a a really bad rom-com last night called a guy thing (laughs) And it oh. kind of happened in that film. Yeah. And he, he pretended to have really bad diarrhea. Oh, why? And wouldn't leave the bathroom. That was full of like
2: such hours cliches, eh? Oh, that was the
1: worst.
0: That was stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll finish with a ghosting story of my own. Yep. I was dating someone a while back. with a woman. And we had one date. It was very nice. And we were going to have a second date. The night before we were going to have our date... She messages me and says, I have to go to Australia for work tomorrow. (laughs) And so she did go, apparently. And she was very vague about when she was going to be back. And from what I can tell, I don't think she actually went to Australia. Uh. And then trying to reschedule a new date, just kind of kept getting ignored and the odd message here and there. And then I finally was like, hey, are we going to have this date or not? Like, I need to know. And she never replied. It's
1: like a quality woman. I mean
0: have no evidence to show that she actually went to Australia. Hmm. So how about that? It's that? one way to ghost on someone. Leave the country.
2: Um, speaking of which, ghosting!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this guy I know. I won't get into too much detail, but I'll tell you off yeah if you mm-hmm. want to know who it is. He's kind of a serial ghoster. Ooh! Ooh. And probably his most famous ghosting incident was when he met a woman at his local pub.
1: Of course the local pub.
2: And they hooked up. And then he never wants to start a relationship, so he has to come up with some sort of excuse, kind of like a Barney from Spania, isn't it? From yep, your yeah. So his excuse was that he's a businessman from Sydney who was here briefly on a business trip, and now he has to return home to Sydney where he worked. Well, all of those things are untrue. He lived in Wellington and worked in Wellington and lived around <laughs> the block from the local pub. Shit. and uh it all became revealed when he got a taxi home one night and he that stopped outside the local pub and she was outside having a cigarette he stepped out of the taxi and she said how's australia
1: oh.
0: <laughs> he's like okay that was a lie yeah. that's a pretty dick lie am like, why do that to yeah. And, and he had to keep taking the back routes so that he didn't oh go through God. the main what shop <laughs> Why does it, it make out?
1: things more complicated? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know <Yeah. laughs> oh We've got mail, we've got mail We've got mail, 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 mail Offer to you, Ellen I've
2: got mail, I've got mail Actually, it's a bank statement Why do I spend so much money on food? We've got mail. Okay. Art <laughs> interview. Yay! This is from Meg from Indoors Woman. Delightfully. Why did you make me read these things out? I don't know how to pronounce any words ever. Okay. Delightfully irreverent. Goofy, genuine, unabashedly themselves. Jasmine and Ellen are a joy to listen to. Oh. This is so nice. From ghosting to breakups, favorite bands to. Formative films. No topic is off the table. I love their light touch, their humour, their heartfelt moments, their passion. Oh, and their charming Kiwi accents, of course. I've never met them in person, but I feel like we've been friends forever just by listening. An awesome addition to the hashtag LadyPodSquad, love the Indoors Women podcast. And that is so nice and so Meg. Yeah, thanks Meg. We also love your podcast, Meg. We do love it. I'm going to have fully reviews for all these incredible, incredible women who I admire, who make great, great podcasts.
0: We've got another mini review from Knickers Untwisted podcast. They say, five stars. Love these ladies. Feels like I'm chatting with chums. Defo recommends. Defo! Is he from England? Chatting with chums.
1: Chums. <laughs> yeah. Up the
2: goose's bum. That's my <laughs> favourite thing from last night. Yeah. Our friend Layla is very British. Oh, very. Is that fair? Last night she said, in New Zealand, they never leave any space between cars. In the UK, you're supposed to leave at least two metres. But in New Zealand, it's like, you're always up the goose's bum. Isn't yeah, that what she said? It says? is. It's the goose's bum. And we were all like, oh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> amazing
2: okay sorry jasmine
0: and emily who sitting right next to us wrote in with a to point Hi. out there's another word in the dating dictionary called stashing oh stashing was first coined by metro uk's alan scott another smart alan Hello. stashing is when the person you're dating fails to introduce you to anyone in their lives Ooh. and basically hides you away from their friends and family Scott says that by hiding all evidence of time spent together from their lives, stashers are able to play dumb about their commitment, emotional or time-wise, to the stashie and thus treat them poorly.
1: Aww. I've been there.
0: Yeah, totally. I could do a whole episode on a stasher I once dated. Mm -hmm. If you are dating someone for a while and you don't meet their friends or family, you are not their partner. Nope.
1: Side girl, slash side boy, slash side chick, slash Side
0: neutral, gender neutral. Okay, just, just let's go on. <laughs> Iona from earlier wrote in to say that ambulances cost for Australians in New Zealand. They cost for New Zealanders too, unless you're in the Greater Wellington area, because Wellington's the best. Really? And we have free ambulances. I did not know that. Mm. In Australia it's
1: really expensive.
2: Yeah, I've heard. I know in Australia it's really expensive, I just didn't, mm. didn't realise how much privilege we have here in Wellington. Thanks, Iona. Is it very expensive to get an ambulance, though?
0: just yes, do you know? Some places it can be thousands, yeah. In, in New Zealand? I don't think New Zealand is that much, but... I know in Australia it's thousands. It can be, yeah. yeah. Mm. We have a review
2: from Claire from Dragon's Sexy Robots and Adventures podcast. So, her review starts, Your new best friends... And she gave us a five-star review. Awesome. Thank you so much. Whether they're talking about other podcasts, comics, movies, or relationships... These ladies are a pleasure to listen to. With Ellen and Jaslyn, you feel like you're listening to your best friends, except with awesome New Zealand accents. Five stars all the way.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yay. (laughs) And she also emailed us saying, hi, ladies. Loved your comic book podcast. That's loved with four O's. (laughs) It was like listening to my friends talk about all of my favorite comics, plus a few that I hadn't heard of, but now need to read brackets, I will definitely check out Snot Girl and Lock and Key. Ellen, you have to read the second volume of Monstrous. And Jaslyn, you have to start reading it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably my favorite comic slash graphic novel ever. That art. Also, a good superhero comic to start with is the new Ms. Marvel. It's fairly new, so there isn't too much to catch up. And it's wonderfully done. Can't wait to hear the next episode. Kiss, 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 Claire. Yay.
2: Hey, thanks, thanks Claire.
0: Claire. I will be checking that stuff out. Thanks for the recommendations. Yeah. Noelle from High on Life wrote in about the Guilty Pleasures episode. We loved watching trash. She says, I loved this episode so much. One of my shows I should feel guilty about, but don't, is Chrisley Knows Best. I haven't heard of that one. I haven't heard of it either. But- <gasps> Maybe I have. No, I have. Sounds trash. Great.
2: Kate from Nick is Untwisted has said, My trash is absolutely anything teen as well. Also, Mariah's World, yep, reality TV starring Mariah Carey, felt like I was sitting chatting with friends. Really enjoyed. I don't think that was her Mariah Carey. I think she meant us, actually. (laughs) Nikki from my so-called whatever podcast. I still pronounce gif or jif the other way until someone yells at
0: us but loved your discussion love your podcast i believe that nikki pronounces jif as gif until someone yells at her to say it's jif i believe that nikki
2: pronounces gif as jif until somebody yells at her for pronouncing it jif which is obviously wrong (laughs)
0: <laughs> but it's hard to say, because it's written down. I did question her on this later on. Yes. And she did say that she pronounces it with a hard G. She does.
2: I pronounce it with a hard G as well. So Nikki
0: is going on the list of people who are wrong. <laughs> we hear back from our friends. Podcast groupie number one, aka Justin. He says, Alan is a lady who loves graphic novels, plus a Kiwi accent to boot. She may be added to my list of perfect women. And she says, I'm watching Buffy start to finish right now. She is definitely in high school when it starts out.
2: I'm really sorry about the is Buffy in high school thing. I'll explain. I thought, as I watched later episodes, I didn't realize that it started high school. I don't know if I've actually seen all of the episodes now that I think of it. Oh, okay. Yep. That's what happened. But I did say our audience will let us know. And yeah, they did. And they, and
0: they have. They they certainly have. <laughs> We also heard from Jay in the Life about our ghost stories episode. She loved the phrases from it. I don't like being dicked around by this bag of dicks. And she says, Leave someone the same or better than you found them. Wizard of wisdom from, from a higher conversations podcast. I enjoy this a lot. And this episode is the best. Hamish should do his own pod about weird sexual experiences. The cum smelling. <laughs> I laughed loudly in public. Three laugh and crying emojis. <laughs> Love High Sessions podcast.
2: Hamish hey, really appreciates that. Thank you. He is considering making that podcast. However, he'd be reading out other people's stories, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, fortunately, for him, he doesn't have too many awkward sex stories, I believe. It was very funny. I,
0: I, I was, begged him I, to tell I, it. I giggled for days about how he said grimace. <laughs> I should listen back to that episode. I loved that. (laughs) So funny. And finally, we had a poll a while back (laughs) about, was Alan more like a chimpanzee or an orangutan when watching Pitch Perfect with Jasmine? We asked you to vote according to your assumption. I am somewhat disappointed, but Alan is pleased to announce that with 53% of the votes, Alan... (laughs) Was like an orangutan when watching Pitch Perfect. So what can I say? The people have spoken. People have spoken. I wasn't manipulated in any way. The people have spoken. <laughs> I will accept that result and I will give you props for a dancing orangutan gif that you posted the other day in celebration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Thanks. Thanks, listeners. You're fantastic.
1: Really heartwarming. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Kate. And I'm Grace from, from Knickers, Knickers Untwisted. Untwisted. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on a post. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at highexpectationspodcast or on Twitter at highexpodcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Have, Have a, a great, great
2: week. week.
0: I hope that was okay. What's wrong? Oh, I was having a low-key earthquake.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah. I feel here dizzy. Go. Oh, it feels really dizzy. Totally. Oh, I don't like it at all. Yeah.
1: Have you guys done?
0: No? Nah. No. Nope. You don't really feel it like that much up here, though. Only the stronger ones, yeah.
1: Yeah